are now tuned into the FPL Fanatics. Hey Panda. See, first of all, I am not gonna talk anything in this one, this episode. I mean, because not not anything, but I'll I'll talk a little bit less. Uh, the reason you will come to know. Should just tell what happened with your team this week. Let them also know how does your luck, luck factor works. <laughs> I I love the way you did luck. So. Yeah, I, I captain Kane, and like that didn't work out well. But I had like three players on my bench, uh, in Lingard, Martinelli, and uh, Lewis Dunk, who gave me a good return because of the fixture cancellation of United versus Liverpool. And also, you had three players playing in that fixture, so all of all of the bench players came on with eight eight points for Dunk, six for Martinelli, and two for Lingard. Yeah, I hoped a lot from Lingard, and I thought that he'll give me good points. But then I was satisfied with my 16 points from coming off the bench. Your bench gave you 16 points. The whole my whole team gave me 21 points. No, are you serious? Why? Why would I be joking? Oh no, man! I'm I'm seriously disappointed that you got just got 21 points. Yeah, the highest point giver in my team was Ian Acho. That's why an assist, nothing more. Oh no, damn! That's really bad. Let's see what happens in the next week. With uh, let's let's talk about the game with thirty-four. Yeah, I'm like I was so disappointed in the first match of the week itself. I was expecting Leicester to win easily, but somehow they proved us wrong by drawing with Southampton. They just they just uh, got Wolves on them. Like Wolves had a, a great fixtures in the previous week, but they also did the same thing. Yeah, I, I I agree, man. Like Southampton going to ten men in just ten minutes, and Leicester not capitalizing on that for the rest eighty minutes, shocking. Yeah, and that too. Uh, a team that is third on the table, like you have performed so well throughout the season, and against Southampton, you and that too ten men team, as you. It was shocking. I think, I think Leicester is uh, repeating their bottling from the last season. They were third or fourth in the last season as well, and in the end fixtures of the season, they just lost their matches, and then they had qualified for Europa, which they didn't uh, go on uh, in like further as well. Yeah, this time I guess it it will be Tottenham Spurs. You never know. Four game weeks and still the top four isn't decided. Like the top two is decided, the third and fourth position is not decided yet. I guess uh, West Ham is a strong competitor for the top four. And with their fixtures as well, I think they're a good run. Yeah, I think West Ham could finish in the top four as their fixtures are getting quite easy in the coming game weeks. So yeah, I hope that West Ham finishes in the top four. And Jaylings gives us good points. I am not hoping anyone to give me points because I am done with the season already. You are looking forward to next season already? Wow. No, no. Next to next. 
because next next season uh, will will start this year only 2021 and i don't think so 2021 is great for me <laughs> good metaphor let's see what happens i think it will be a good season for uh, manchester city wouldn't it be they are just three points of the coronation of being champions of england yeah exactly that they are just three points away but uh, on the other side if the united loses or ties that that next fixture um, then manchester city already has the title yeah and i'm i'm assuming that there's a double game week uh, that manchester united has the next week against villa and leicester yeah exactly and uh, what what will happen what happened in this week was manchester city uh, won two nil and after which united and liverpool match was fixed but um, where where uh, we would we would have uh, got to know what united does like tie or win or lose and there itself manchester city would have uh, fixed for the title but yeah the match got cancelled yeah and our legend conaguero scoring the goal and bidding farewell to his manchester city teammates actually i guess it, it, uh, the commentator also went like who the hell is he <laughs> scoring a scoring a goal in his uh, who knows in his final match of city like he'll play in the last four weeks who knows yeah, i think i'll take a punt on him for uh, the end of the season i hope that he performs and scores at least one goal and i'll just keep him in the team for that yeah he he's just exiting the premier league so why not keep him for the last two weeks even if even even if he doesn't give any points just because he's a legend we have to keep him and the fixtures don't also sound that bad chelsea newcastle brighton and everton so why not take a punt on him yeah and in that only chelsea is tough for city like all the others are just they can they can easily get get on to them also brighton shocking us 2-0 against uh, leeds we thought that leeds is going to win that easily with banford and dallas giving us good points but that was a surprising match with um gross and uh, danny welbeck scoring amazing goals yeah exactly and uh, you know what in my team i saw a repeat of diego yota on banford like we talked in the last one diego yota got substituted at the very 50th minute and we just ranted uh, Jurgen Jurgen Klopp for that. So it it was it was same at Bamford getting substituted at 60th minute. I mean, I just mean why? Just keep him for two minutes. Anyway, that was not expected from Leeds, and that too against Brighton, a team like Brighton, uh, and a great piece of play by Brighton. And I guess it was uh, been dominating since the start of the play. Yeah, I, I bet we didn't see that coming and. amazing result by the potters and like a good result by chelsea as well i thought fulham will give them a tough tough go but chelsea being chelsea scored uh, good goals by havertz a brace by him yeah seriously seriously but uh, chelsea fulham was expected like we i guess we predicted it uh, 2-0 or 3-0 so it was not surprising or uh, sudden win 
yeah but that was a good fixture and of course mendy played which was also surprising because i thought kepa was going to play because even tuchel has become a new pep of the premier league and he keeps yeah. on rotating exactly exactly no no but uh, 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 he'll he'll play his a team uh, in the remaining fixtures because yeah chelsea is also competitor for the top four also they are playing uh, their second champions league uh, leg against real madrid this week yeah exactly and also uh, about city tonight tonight is their match against psg at their home we are going to get our finalist it, it could be an all english final as well with manchester city and chelsea do you think manchester city will get it the way they played against uh, psg i hope they do and yeah let's see carabao cup is with city premier league is with city just is champions league yeah then they'll complete the treble but i think psg would want to spoil their treble and just give them the double so because uh, city will uh, give a tough fight uh, at their home and yeah according to their premier league form i don't think so they will concede a goal at their home let's hope uh, that it's an all english final uh, like last last to last year or last year when liverpool played tottenham yeah last to last year after that what a boring fixture with aston villa and everton like i didn't watch that match to be honest but when i saw the score i was i was like what okay i i assumed a goal from watkins and i was surprised that dcl scored a goal <laughs> i guess everyone was surprised why dcl scoring a goal out of the blue i didn't expect that from him and i was like wow he's not in form and he's scoring exactly but yeah it was a boring match as you said and i just watched the first 15 minutes of the match and then i went to sleep because uh, the disadvantage you are recording a podcast in india is that half of the matches are after 12:30 and you get to sleep yeah but i think we watch most of the matches and it's just the one am matches that we don't watch yeah exactly like if it's like united liverpool city liverpool or any big matches i i do watch them I bet you didn't watch uh, Newcastle versus Arsenal as well. <laughs> Obviously, bro. Why would I watch that? <laughs> I was just switching from uh, Newcastle Arsenal and cricket because, yeah, everyone in India knows IPL is going on. So, yeah, and Newcastle Arsenal is a match that you would not prefer <laughs> over the IPL. Exactly. After that, I think we saw the biggest controversial point of the game week. with all the fans going inside the old trafford and the fixture getting postponed due to safe and health reasons because uh, the fans entered the stadium and my god so many fans inside the stadium first of all i just want to know where was the security when the fans entered the yeah exactly where did they come from and how many of them and even if the fans are uh, in numbers their security is much higher than that and i'm literally i got only one question there how did the fan get fans get to the field i mean on the pitch i think the security might have been uh, scared about seeing so many people outside the 
stadium and he might have said you just go in i don't think so that would have happened because and there also if you have if you have seen uh, they, they were just uh, blasting the color bombs over there in the field the, we we said that it was it was going to be the game of the week <laughs> it didn't disappoint us did it <laughs> it, it it was going to be and also uh, the, the kick off was delayed because of this reason and afterwards which uh, like delayed for the, an hour or so but afterwards it came to be that match is postponed and that that's where my uh, I, i i got pissed off because i i knew your team <laughs> we also saw uh, maybe i think a couple of weeks back with uh, brighton and chelsea getting postponed by 15 20 minutes because there was a crowd outside the stadium yeah yeah it was it was the crowd outside the stamford bridge and the chelsea brighton was delayed by 15 or 20 minutes exactly the fans are certainly not happy about the esl still and the uh, owners as well exactly that's why because uh, the esl chapter got over in just two days and i i literally didn't know why the fans just protested i think they just want the owners of the uh, team manchester united out from there and they want new owners they don't want owners who are uh, involved in the esl yeah exactly agreed with that but why do you stop a match i mean why just <laughs> just let the match happen this is the sound of a frustrated fpl manager <laughs> exactly why not because i just saw your bench it was martinelli and dunk 6 and 8 respectively lingard was yet to play and just uh, uh, three players of your team just postponed the match and who 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 and i think it affected a lot of fpl managers around the world who had not just three players but more players from each team Yeah, I had four. Van Bissaka was benched, and Gundogan was benched, so they were of no use because Gundogan didn't play. Van Bissaka, you know what happened. And anyway, not talking about the team anymore. <laughs> I just, I just, uh, I just every time the match uh, is on Old Trafford, I just go to the nostalgia in December 2019 when I when I visited the Old Trafford, the theater of dreams, as we say. My God, what an experience, man! What an experience. You paid the money, right? You didn't go just storming in in front of the security. <laughs> nice one, nice one. No, no, I I did pay it. I did pay the fee, and I didn't go to protest, man. I just went out of love for your traffic. You got some autographs too, as well, right? Yeah, I I just uh, stadium too and. Uh, the previous day it was uh, newcastle versus uh, sorry you know versus newcastle so i saw all the newcastle players sitting in the bus uh, then i saw marcus rashford going with his going by his private car not sitting in the bus the team bus then i saw yuan mata harry maguire the captain of that match and most importantly i got an autograph of paul pogba so i shouldn't i brag about that You should brag about that. You know, if I get an autograph for any uh, Premier League player, I would brag about that. Exactly, and that to Paul Pogba, a, pro- a, pro- a promised, a proven United player. Yeah, in the recent times, he's become a proven player, but I think uh, before that, he was just finding his rhythm. 
yeah and we we just uh, what an experience man we we just entered the stadium and stands just like the players do you might have heard glory glory man you know and yeah they just played it in the background and i don't know how to explain that but it was a greatest experience in my life yeah i agree it would be a great experience for all uh, and, people who wanted to visit yeah exactly and we uh, just clicked photos sitting on the manager's chair the substitute player what not man what not what an experience man and you know you know one thing like uh, uh, the fact about old trafford like the sir alex ferguson stand in old trafford uh, it's four times bigger than the whole bournemouth stadium oh is it yeah so only one stand in old trafford is four times bigger than whole bournemouth stadium just imagine when you when you see the stadium how would you feel yeah and it's a very good fact and again good observation <laughs> yeah yeah so come on let's get on to the fixtures because if we talk about old trafford it will not finish yeah and after that we uh, also saw the gareth bale show in a routine win uh, against sheffield that that was expected but uh, i am dis- i'm pretty disappointed with kane not doing anything not giving any bonus points and missing two or two or three chances yeah we uh, we thought that it was going to be kane who uh, made a hat trick and uh, giving us good punch yeah bale gave 21 points exactly that that happened with me uh, even in like 2025 or 26 like uh, bale bale scored a hat trick and a goal in the next match and i transferred him in in the in my team and after that he was just dropped out of the team so i don't know it's if it's my bad luck or just jose mourinho selecting his team <laughs> and now yeah the same same thing happened the hat trick by bale uh, so because he scored a hat trick he will be in the, in the team in the starting 11 in the next match but i am not going to take him yeah i think uh, jose mourinho was not that fond of bale and ryan mason is pretty fond of bale and he wants to play him so he did a good job by giving him a chance against already relegated sheffield and he proved it exactly and uh, bale is bale is any time preferred player than lucas moura or lamela Yeah, if he's in his form, then I think Son, Kane, and Bale is going to be a lethal top. Uh, like it's going to be a, a forward line to watch. Exactly, and I I don't think so. Uh, Lucas Moura, Sissoko, or uh, Lamela is as helpful as Bale because yeah, you know. Also, the Monday fixtures were so boring, man. Like a West Brom and Wolves, a one-all draw. we thought that west brom will win that match and like increase their chances of survival in the league but now their chances look bleak and the fixtures aren't helping them yeah the fulham fulham needs to uh, lose all the remaining matches for west brom to to escape the relegation yeah and west brom and fulham are like maybe just one or two points of each other and uh, If Fulham loses their next couple of fixtures, their relegation will be confirmed. Exactly, and uh, like you know what? Uh, if if you ask me which team do you like in the underdogs, I would say it's West Brom because it's a hard-working team, and I I seriously hope that they escape the relegation and stay in the Premier League. 
if they don't as well i think uh, the west brom players are not going to stay in west brom any longer because i think matheus pereira belongs to a premier league club damn he is worth playing for any big team uh, he should be in the premier league so maybe let's hope that west brom stays up i'm but if they don't there are good players in uh, west brom that can play in the premier league yeah exactly and also uh, pretty disappointed with the team of wolves i mean why 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 would you lose against burnley after the, uh, and after that tie against team like west brom it's i guess uh, uh, the underdogs are improving their uh, performance and that much saw my observation statement man what was your observation please enlighten me there were two goals scored right yeah So the first one was scored by Fabio Silva. It was not scored by Fabio Silva. It was given to Fabio Silva, but yeah, <laughs> it was by Fabio Silva. His kick number is seventeen. The second goal was scored by Diania. His kick number is seventeen. And if we don't take it technically, the first goal was scored at the end of the half time. That is forty-five. I know it is forty-five plus two, but end of the half time, it's not forty-seven. It's forty-five. And the second goal was scored at the 62 minutes. So the difference between the goals goal scoring was 17 minutes. So yeah, Fabio Silva kick number 17, Diania kick number 17. The difference between the goals was 17 minutes. I think we should keep a segment of you just giving us your observation skills of all the games. Yeah, I would happy to give observation. Yeah, and Fabio Silva also celebrating like. He scored a worldy. It was it was a lucky goal by him. It was not lucky goal. I guess it was the what you say the rebound goal. Like Bartley just hitting to clear the uh, clear the ball, and because of the Fabio Silva's leg angle of the leg, it it went. Even Johnson was shocked. Yeah, I think West Ham only was also. a pretty intense match with uh, both the forwards scoring the goals with antonio with two goals and uh, chris wood scoring again yeah those those three goals were very quick and i guess the later the later match was a bit boring so as we know like uh, your top scorer was uh, ianacho with uh, five points if i'm not wrong yeah i think my players performed well uh, dung gave me eight points Really gave me six. Son gave me twelve points. Um, Ian Ato gave me five points. So overall, yeah, and Mendy of course giving me a clean sheet against Fulham and seven points. So I'm a moderate fifty-one, above average. You are moderate, I know. <laughs> Should I tell my team? Yeah, go ahead. No, the listeners will just okay. Just Michael, Castanya, Creswell, Lingard, Pereira doing nothing. Even Kane doing nothing. So all of them gave me two points each. Kane being my captain gave me four points. Ian Acho, as you said, was my highest scorer, like five points. And Bamford and Dallas, you know, conceded two goals. Bamford substituting at the 50th minute, both gave me one one each. And the rest is history. Yota, Fernandez, Alexander, Arnold, and Van Bissaka. Pretty happy with my team that I scored twenty-one points, fifteen points below the average. 
Um, should we go ahead and talk about like our players who are playing in the double game week uh, for thirty-five? Should we not? <laughs> Because if we if we transfer in all the uh, double game week players, then thirty-six is blank for most of them. Um, yeah, agreed. But I think United will have the fixture against Liverpool in game week thirty-six now because I think that's the only available slot for them. Let's see. I I have just. Uh, Change my team in after the deadline of the last game week. So yeah, I, I just made Ian as a captain and Lingar vice captain. But I have no change because it's not worth, and I know how my team performed even if I try hard. And uh, leaving United as well, we've got Arsenal, Chelsea, uh, Leicester, and Manchester United. Yeah, uh, blanking in the game week thirty-six. So we'll have to make our Uh, changes according to that, and I guess um, Mason Mount, Pulisic, and Kai Havertz will be uh, the most transfer ins for this game. Uh, they will be, but I'm not sure if they'll play uh, because against Real Madrid they might start, and next week they might be benched. No, they they have they'll have to play because yeah, as I said earlier, it's a, a race to the top four, and Chelsea is one of them. So. Uh, making them play will increase the boost the morale of the team. Yeah, and I'm 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 just looking at the fixtures and I'm thinking, uh, why not to get Wilfred Zaha? In? He's having a double game week in uh, this week against Sheffield and Southampton, who are both struggling, and the next week against Villa. So maybe I might transfer out a midfielder for Zaha for two weeks. I'm not thinking of any change. Like Zaha is a good option, but uh, he does nothing except to get pissed on the referee. That's it. So. I think the fixtures prove that he might get onto the score sheet a couple of passes. Why not take a punt? Yeah, I think it will be a differential pick for you. Yeah. I just so have I to have figure out who I have to transfer out first. According to the recent Crystal Palace recent form, I don't think so Zaha will be a op- Transferring for most of the managers, so it will. I guess it will be a differential pick if you get him. So how many double uh, game week players do you have in your team? I have one, two, three, four, five, uh, five players. Like three, three out of five of them are uh, of Leicester and two of United. So yeah, I myself have got. Seven players: Mendy, Shaw, Castanier, Fernandez, Martinelli, Vardy, and Iniesta. I'm not sure I'm going to keep Vardy for long though, because I've kept him for two weeks and he hasn't performed well. So I might just jump to another double game week player in the, the forward line. Because what will happen is, uh, you know, like if we keep most of the double game week to increase our points, then we'll drop drastically in the game week 36 because. Uh, Most of them have a blank game week, so you you would obviously change the team uh, to all the double game week players if, only if you have a free hit uh, chip, or else there there's no use keeping all the double game week players. Yeah, I think a lot of managers have the free hit chip exhausted, and they're just like us to have like six to seven players in their team, and will have to rely on their bench for. Uh, performing in game week thirty-six. Exactly because uh, as we saw, game week eighteen and I guess game week twenty-six was 
uh, more blank than game week 32 so everyone used the credit there yeah game week 18 was a blank i think game week 26 was the biggest double game week in the history of uh, fpl i think yeah yeah sorry not 26 uh, like 24 26 I, i don't remember but there was the second blank game week like 18 where where other managers used the credit chip i think it was game week 29 uh, where four or six teams didn't play or it was just eight teams who played yeah it was game week 29 uh, where we saw there was a blank game week so yeah so my point was that those who didn't use the credit chip in it, game week 18 they used it in game week 29 so most of them don't have the chip let's see what happens because i am not keeping any double uh, like uh, i am not transferring in any of the double game week players because i look forward to game week 30 I'm also uh, confused of who to transfer out. I'm not happy with Wardy, and and I'm I'm contemplating whether to transfer him out for Wood, who would be my pick for this week as well. Uh, Wood and Wilfred Zaha will be my pick for this week, and I think they'll perform well against Wood. Has a fixture against uh, Fulham, who are struggling defensively, and uh, like I said, uh, Zaha has a fixture against Sheffield and Southampton. So maybe I'll take a punt on any one of them for uh, the short run. If that is so, then I I too would take Wood, but not worth from for me. I mean, as I said, I'm already done with the season, and I'm not gonna transfer in any uh, any of the players. Let's see, because no one performs. So, so why why would you transfer if no one is performing? Yeah, I'll have to take a punt for that. And I think my captain also for this week, game week 35 is going to be Ian Acho. My armband on Ian Acho for now. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to switch it to Fernandez for the double game week because we know how lethal he can get. I already captained him. I was I was saying the same thing that you are copying me. <laughs> I'll take yeah, a punt on Martinelli and I'll uh, captain Martinelli. He has a fixture against West Brom and Chelsea. Why not do a punt? Yeah, I'll transfer him. Transfer him. Uh, pick up Corel and triple captain him. I guess <laughs> the most differential captain ship ever. But yeah, triple captain. I have exhausted my ship, and that that was just a joke. But let's see. I'll transfer out Bamford, or I'll do nothing. I'll just get pissed off when my players don't doesn't perform. I'm I'm so confused on when to use my bench boost ship. I always think that this is the week to use it. This is the week to use it. And yeah, I just completely blank out, and I don't hit the bench boost button. We can do one thing: just just take my credentials and just manage my team. I guess I'll be better <laughs> in your management than me, not than mine. I, I think they'll be good next season. Don't worry. This is just a bad season. Next season will be good for you. I hope so. We have nothing else to do. Than hoping, right? Yeah, exactly. I think we can go on to the fixtures. Like, uh, like we said, we have uh, Arsenal having a double game week uh, against West Brom and Chelsea. Then Crystal Palace playing against Sheffield and Southampton. Everton playing against West Ham and Aston Villa. Chelsea playing against Man City and Arsenal. I guess this double game week will not be beneficial for any of the managers because, yeah, you know the how the fixtures are. Yeah, and like you said, uh, Ian Acho and Lex Lester have uh, 
two games with Newcastle and United, and we might expect Ian Acho to uh, get a goal at least in the first match and hope that he gets a, a goal in, at Old Trafford against United. Yeah, let's let's hope that he gets it. Even Liverpool getting a Southampton hit in this game week is easy for them to come up. And there are a lot of double game week fixtures. United also playing against Aston Villa, Leicester, then um, Southampton playing against Liverpool and Crystal Palace. Yeah, I think that's it. A lot of uh, fixture, fixtures in this week. But I guess, uh, like, uh, according to the double game weeks that has happened throughout the season, I guess this double game week uh, will be a bit difficult for every team except Crystal Palace. Like every every double game week was an easy one. Like I think the fixtures are also going to be long. Again, we are going to have a six-day game week with our fixtures starting off at Friday night and finishing on uh, Thursday night. That is Friday morning. So a complete seven days of Premier League action. Exactly, and also like game week thirty-three will be able, will be unable to record the pod and edit the pod on the same day. Yeah, I think uh, uh, correct what you said. We have like a same day to record the podcast and select our teams for game week thirty-six. Let's see what happens. With... Yeah, we will try our best to do so. Keep our listeners entertained. Yeah, for sure. So I think yeah, that's uh, all from us. Uh, let's hope that uh, you all get green arrows and especially you, Panda, with your disappointment in this game week. Let's hope you get good points in. Uh, the game week 35 and uh, we'll see green arrows for you as well. Thank you for hoping so. <laughs> see you listeners. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Tata. See you. Good night. Bye-bye.